You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 146. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Well, it's Crack Back Like in Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 146. See you in sounds like a Halloween version. Sounds like yeah, you're in the mood, buddy. In it it is lock. Halloween. <laughs> Man, yeah, speaking of Halloween, before we hop into the topic, have y'all seen, I feel like, especially out where I live, there's way more Halloween decorations than I've ever seen in a year this year. I, I agree. In my neighborhood, I've seen spider webs. I've seen these, like, now they got these skeletons that are, like, Life size higher than life no, size. like yeah, like twelve feet. Exactly, tall. it looks like you're in a museum. Yes, yeah, it's like some prehistoric something or another. It's crazy. Well, I don't have as many in my neighborhood that I've noticed, but we do have uh, a giant ghost that uh, stuck out one day this week when I was taking the kids to school. It's like holy smokes, this is as tall as the house. It's bizarre. <laughs> I'm like, crazy. it feels like it's Christmas time, but it's Halloween with all the Halloween decorations. I've never, I don't recall seeing this many Halloween happening. Steve, are you able to get your hands on those chickens, or they don't let you? Oh, yeah. Oh. His kids yeah, are throwing them off the love, playhouse. Man. They love to be caressed. They really don't like the boys. Uh, Could you possibly put like some little ghost outfits on them and let them run around the yard <laughs> and video that? It would be I awesome. I certainly could. I have a chicken leash, so I could just walk that ghost around the yard. <laughs> and the girls always get the dogs like a little outfit at Christmas. I was like, little chicken ghosts running man, around would be hilarious. Idea, that's a good idea. I'll have to look into that option. Cut <laughs> a little hole soon. like a little rag. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, um, today we are going to come to you with the topic on expectations in life versus the reality of what normally or tends to happen after, um, I don't know, either our expectation is met, not met, but seeing how it lives up to the billing, so to speak. So we think it'll be a good topic. Um, before we get started, though, we are going to move ourselves into the would you rather. Johnny? Well, before we get into the Would You Rather, I want to say a special thanks for all of our listeners out there to keeping the surprise birthday experience a secret. Hot Dog was so surprised. It was amazing. It was fantastic. <laughs> Had his own big, giant birthday cake. Did you see my name on that cake, Yeah, Greg? double doozy. <laughs> yes. I was like, when I saw it, my heart started pounding. I was like, wait a minute. I know his birthday's not <laughs> That's <yet."> right. <laughs> I was like, I could have swore it's like the 11th or something. Around. And I... But it was a, yeah, Steve them a little surprise uh, shout out. Yep, so I appreciate everybody keeping that on down low. Everything went great. Uh, also, thank you for the uh, lady who came out and did the pizza. It was Phenomenal. fantastic. Oh, man. Awesome. Need to figure out another way to have another party to have her come out again. But who, who really did make that cake? Peronia. It really, I didn't know they made oh, yeah. cake. The, the cake oh, yeah. Like that. Dude, that cake was awesome yeah, got home and i said we should have taken two or three more of these uh, you should have taken oh man i kept waiting on john to cut the cake waiting he did waiting. ask me about 25 times <laughs> and i kept saying no, just go cut a piece off go take it go come on well he finally went there and got covered <laughs> awesome um but so, 
going yeah, back go to ahead. the would you rather, would you guys rather a car that uses just the key fob or one that you have to insert and turn old school style? There's got to be a reason he's asking for what the period of time. This is like a- right now. What do you want to do right now? Your next car you're going to purchase. You want it to have a key fob or do you want it to be insert turn with a key you have to put into the ignition? What would you rather? I'll go first, Greg. Uh, I'm going to take, well, I saw him thinking over there pretty hard. And I'm like, there's got to, there's a trick to this question. There's got to be a trick to this question. There's a trick question. Yeah. But I'm going to stick with, um, this. It's going to be the key fob deal. So you want to push the button? I want to push the button. Um, reason is because I, I would have thought it didn't matter had I not had this experience. Probably, I don't know, back when I used to travel a lot. One of the rental cars we got, which was a newer car, it's like a 2020 or something. You had to use the daggum put the key in, turn it to start it. And man, I'm not going to lie. I had not done this for, I don't know, five, six years mm-hmm. since I've had my current truck. And I kind of forgot how annoying that was to do because you got to get in your pocket, get the key out, turn the key on. Da, 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 da. But I'm wondering that there's got to be something more to this, but I'm going to stick to, it was super nice. I forgot how nice it is just to push the button. How about you, CC? I love the convenience of the is it called a key fob? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yes. Uh, I, I guess that's what we're all used to now. But I had the experience of the batteries dying on that thing and I couldn't open my car. Can't you like get a key out of the back? Yeah. It, there was a key stored in there. Right. But it was interesting because then I tried to reset it and it wasn't working and it was just a big mess. Mm. And so, um, in that case, if you had the old school key, that sucker's going to start it. <laughs> it's going to crank it's it. It's going to crank it. But, uh, I still think, but you also have to use it to unlock the door, and it's it kind of old. So I'm gonna go with the key fob as well. How okay. about yourself? Did you try touching the key fob to the ignition button, mm. like putting it up there, like Whatever physically starting the, pushing the button with the key fob? Did you try that? See, I just have like a little, like remote control with a mm-hmm. same one lock, unlock. The Ford just yeah. has a. I didn't. Okay. So I had that same issue with uh, my Jeep. And it wasn't recognizing it. So I, I couldn't remote uh, open, close, crank. But whenever you get in, if you put it to the ignition, it would still start it. Make contact Make with contact it. Make contact it and push the button. It would still crank. That's cool. Which I just did it on just accident. Happens yeah, just did it. Uh, I was kind of irritated because it wasn't working. And I just punched it and boom, it cranked. So hey, that might I don't be a hack all, for our listeners. I know. I don't know if it's all yeah, models that do that. But uh, it did work for my 2018 Jeep. So it was an interesting thing. Um, yeah, you know, it's strange. It seemed so weird whenever I went from using a key to not using the keys. And it has transitioning to not using the keys and having the fob took a little bit of uh, getting used to because I'll get in and just throw my keys. And then whenever mm-hmm. I get out, I'm like, where are my keys? Uh, you know, it also opens up the danger of leaving and not having the keys in the car. So you could always start it and take off without it, which... I have not done that yet, but I do know people who have gone like Lafayette to home uh-huh. or whatever. I've heard of that And then you're too. stuck. And you're uh, stuck. You're stuck until you get another key. So uh, the vehicle that we just got for Andrew does have a key that you have to insert. And so it, Fly it's... Fly vehicle, FTB. It's strange going back and having mm-hmm. to do that it now. Weird, I get in and I just poke the ignition. Well, it's like it. you got to think, man, I didn't realize how often it was nice not having to get my keys yeah, out. Yeah, just second nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just uh, seems like another task that you have to do. So I guess I would go for the fob just because of the convenience. Um, you know, not having to get it out your pocket, you know. 
but uh, it's strange going back and forth um, when you know you realize not very long ago we all did that and it was no big deal it's just what it how mm-hmm. things were mm-hmm. that's cool all right guys wheel our ways into the old topic here and this was a kind of a team effort coming up with this um and i think the the main example that started and we want to give a shout out to our brothers and sisters in florida who just recently endured a very significant hurricane um and that is um you know praying for everybody thinking of everybody down there all those helping out etc and so in with that being said we were thinking about man we went through a couple of these and so we kind of understand it's all, uh, you know, not understanding it when you haven't been through it. And then I think a lot of the people in that area hadn't had a storm in maybe like 100 years or something. So a lot of the people living, not really aware of what it's like. And I think you do a lot of prepping, preparing, guessing, probabilities, whatever you want to call it before it happens. And then whatever the event is, it happens. Using the hurricane in this example happens. And it's the reality is not what you think either because you can't think of every scenario that will happen or it just doesn't go as you think and hey every now and again the expectation is the reality in life too so that's really what transpired the topic what y'all think fellas no i agree um going back to the hurricane stuff you know for us it was just something that we had no no way of knowing that for me personally when we left town it didn't look like it was going to be a really big storm and then by the time that evening it had turned into oh worst hurricane ever so just in a short period of time the um, you know, the perspective on what we thought was going to happen drastically changed. So I think all of those things happen with all of us throughout our life, how, you know, we're looking at making a big decision or we're looking at changing something in our lives and we think it's going to go one way, but, uh, you never really know how that's going to shake out until you take those steps and see where the pieces fall. I think it's a really cool topic when you brought it up. It's true. How many times in life do we have an expectation for something that's to come and then what's the reality of that thing? Does it turn out better? Does it turn out worse? I think we've been through a bad hurricane. We have been through a bad hurricane. So now going through future ones, we kind of have an expectation of what could happen. Right. So Absolutely. we can probably not be surprised based on the reality of it unless it turns out for the better. Whereas like our brothers and sisters who just went through it, it's been 100 years. I mean, I saw videos on TV where these kids were running on the beach in costumes like, is this all you got? You know, ha ha. You know, and it was a little windy and stormy. And knowing what we knew, I was like, Somebody needs to get them off now because right. it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I look forward to talking about you know this and when it turns out for the better, for the worse, and maybe how we can prepare ourselves or, or give us some um, tools to kind of shift that reality one way or the other. Yes, I agree. And, and I think something, too, at the, the forefront of it is even – and I, I'm a person I like to I, – I take a little pride in the fact I like to – if I guess something – or I put my prediction out there on something, I like to feel that I'm right like eight or nine out of 10 times. I've really said that a lot in my life, or if I don't, I really don't say it, so I don't really put a, a high expectation out there. So, so. You're, you're a self-rated eight out of 10, huh? Thought I was, honestly. <laughs> Till the shoulder surgery. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was your expectation in reality with shoulder surgery? I've been like one for 10. <laughs> No, no lie. I was telling Alexander this. I was like, man, I, I really try. Like, if I say something, I predict something's going to happen. I don't know if it's like in a ball game or, you know, what's going to happen at work the next day, what kind of day work's going to be like. I'm normally like, I feel like I don't predict it unless I feel really good about it. So I think there's like an 80% chance or so that it comes into play. The shoulder deal on the shorter side, which is a good example, I've been off like the whole time. I, I didn't know anything to expect, really, but it's even like right now. I was just talking to y'all about this before, moving my arm now that I'm out of the sling. Still got a long way to go. I kind of, in my head, subconsciously was like, oh, 
I'm going to get all sling. It'll just need to get strong again, but it'll be moving. Instead, it's like, you know, my shoulder's hiking, my, my chin's going forward, can't move it near as much. The reality of what I thought was way off, and I think that has happened a lot in this little experience with the shoulder. And I think that that's something, too, that happens to us a lot in life. And ultimately, I think at the center of it is we can guess or think we know all we want. Storm, example, with those people running around the beach. But what do you all think about the fact that ultimately we're not in control? God is. So he's the one who really mm-hmm. is going to have what the reality is. The only person who really knows the reality um, is is God versus us trying to know it. Yeah, that you know, that is the only one that, who does know that. Um, but also, you know, you hit those those roadblocks, those things that are not how you expected. And it just gives you an opportunity to, to put in more effort, more work, mm-hmm. more um, personal growth in order to get where maybe you thought you were going to get. It may just take you a longer time to get there, or you may take a different uh, route in order to achieve those goals. So I think all of those things are still possible. They just may take you a little bit different path to get there. I agree. And like Matt, your expectation was that you're young, healthy, and you're going to hike and do whatever you want and not have any issues. You're not going to have physical issues till maybe your 60s. But the reality is things happen, and it did happen to you, and it slowed you down. So your expectation versus reality was, was a big shift. And I think it happens to all of us. We think, ah, I'm not going to have cancer. I'm not, you know, I'm young. And, you know, mm-hmm. we know family members that that wasn't the case for them. Or, or some physical thing comes along or some natural disaster, you know, rocks your world. And so I think just being you know, in touch with God, open-minded and prayerful about, you know, giving him thanks. We always give, we always pray before the podcast. We pray for, um, just everything. Fertility. uh, (laughs) We didn't today. He did. Yeah, we did. Oh Oh, yeah. (laughs) The loins were prayed upon, my friend. (laughs) I've been somewhere else with the Lord. I do not remember it today. (laughs) Oh, never missed. But it's true. You know, we don't miss that prayer, Matt. Mm. but it is true we just you know because you don't know what god's going to give you so you just give thanks and praise for where you're at today the gifts you have today um because your your world could change tomorrow your expectations of what tomorrow should look like could change and then you know you'll face that new reality with a a different lens i think that's a good point too like not taking anything for granted we generally do tend to think like oh that's not going to happen to us you know etc and i think that um that's a really probably human thing to think uh, Craig's right. Like with my shoulder, I would have never thought I would be having shoulder surgery at 35. Uh, and then it happens, but I'm pretty sure also you never, you wouldn't think you're the person, you know, maybe at your job who would lose their job or, you know, us getting hit by the hurricanes twice within like two months back in the day. Like don't think it's going to happen, but ultimately if there's a statistic of it happening somewhere or it can happen, a probability of it, we're not any more special than the next person. So what's to say that it couldn't happen to you? But we generally do tend to think, oh, there's only a 1% chance of getting that. It's not going to be me, slam dunk. Well, somebody's got to be the one. (laughs) Somebody's got to be the one. And, you know, I've always heard, like, when you're in your new reality, uh, Tony always says, see it as it is, not worse than it is. Right. We tend to overthink it and make it a bigger deal. And it is what it is. Just see it as it is and and don't make it a bigger deal and not make it worse than that because there could be a whole lot worse you know in some situations i mean you know one of these north carolina bears could have ripped your arm off Ooh. and then you'd be here with like one arm could have fell in bear in mind that would be worse <laughs> that would be worse <laughs> so i mean you know it could be worse god <laughs> you know going back to other you know big life decisions um you know, for a long period of time, I would always say, oh, man, I'm never getting married. I'm just going to be single. I'm going to just run around doing no what I want. Kids. And no kids. Yeah, and yeah. hey, I did that for a while. And, uh, 
anyway, my life's path changed and uh, I decided to go ahead and get married. And going into that, I had certain expectations and things that I thought was going to go on. And Absolutely, he did. Uh-huh. Yes. And, you know, uh, I, I will say that they have been surpassed, not in the way that I expected they would be. But uh, to just have the fruit of having uh, the four children that I have currently, uh, it's been so much more rewarding and uh, an amazing experience. Also, the new girls, obviously, that I've added on through there recently. It's just been um, something that I thought wasn't for me, something that I didn't didn't want and desire. Uh, but now that that has changed and that is a reality, completely different than what I thought it was, but uh, pretty amazing. I agree. Looking for hot dogs uh, experience coming up here. Uh, one of these days. I'm, we'll see. He's going to be like, anybody want to watch these kids? <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, wait. I agree, man. That's one of those things put marriage, you know, expectations versus reality, which in the early days, expectations is, is, is going to be just awesome and wonderful. And it is. But, you know, once you're married, it, it comes with its awesomeness and its challenges, um, which makes it awesome. And then, of course, children and um so sometimes the expectation of reality, it can be on the positive side, you know, or, or situations where no you're really nervous. You're expecting the worst. I'm going yeah, to go point. to this event or have this, t- give this speech or do this thing and I'm going to suck. It's going to be horrible or whatever outcome you expect to be negative ends up being a really cool experience. And you're like, this is great. Better than I ever thought it would be. So it's fun to look at the positive side. What do y'all think about um, how maybe our reality is uh, or our expectation, either one go into, into it is maybe not necessarily our own, but a product of maybe the culture we're in, the people we're around, the opinions that we're given. Um, Just like you could say the world today, how we view the world, it can be impacted on, I don't know, what news you watch, um, who you hang out with, where you go to, you know, worship, church, etc. What do y'all think about other influences impacting your expectations or the reality after something occurs? Yeah, I think our expectations and our thought processes are under siege every day with mm-hmm. um, all of the media, all the social media, uh, music, television, all of these things I think have a lot of influence on all of us. Uh, some of it's good and some of it's not. Um, you know, we're here in order to um, live on this earth for a short period of time and then to hopefully live a life worthy enough to go home and be with uh, our Lord in the end. So all the other things that you're talking about um, that or distractions more than anything else, I think are just things that will pull you off the path of the direction where you should be heading. Yeah. I think there's a, like Steve said, lots of distractions, lots of media trying to get claim your mind mm-hmm. and steer your decisions and steer your, your beliefs. And we've lost critical thinking, you know, the ability to really take a step back and, and look at the whole picture. And I think that, you know, you can keep yourself in check by, you know, f- you know, reading books, reading Bibles, reading a little bit of everything, trying to educate yourself on the reality of what's really going on in this world. And and that might give you a different perception so that your expectations are more in line with reality, you know, and hopefully the outcomes will be more in line with what you are hoping because you've kind of prepared yourself mentally. It's not like a shocker, you know, like, oh my gosh, well, no, this is the truth. This is the way things are. And I think so people are so lost. They're like puppets, you know, they're getting steered by all these different, um, influencers that maybe don't have their best interest in mind or it's all about money and ratings and all these sorts of things and that could that could have an impact and I think that the more you sort of educate yourself I think you get more in line with the reality of your expectations and I'm thinking of an example might be let's say you want to start a new venture um you know the more you 
prep, prepare, and learn and continue to learn in life. I think the more skills you get, the more uh, you could apply those skills to whatever you're trying to accomplish. And so your expectation and what you hope it to be like will eventually get there, even if at first, and that goes, we've talked about failure. You know, you expect something, you fail, and your reality and expectation didn't meet, but you pick yourself back up, you keep going, and over time, you're going to get to that reality that you truly want. At the end of the day, it will, you'll get there. Yeah, this, this kind of a short little story here. Makes me think of this book I was just talking about. What was it called? Think, think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. Just started the book. And just, I thought, a, a really cool story at the beginning of the book. Long story short, this guy, this is back, I don't know, Gold Rush days, goes out west. I don't know if you remember this. It was early on in the book. Goes out west, and he's stakes a claim, I think, in Colorado. Starts digging. Boom. Hits the fault, like one of those fault lines, whatever, where and he starts, he's, there's gold. So he needs like more equipment. Goes back east. Gets with his people. They put a bunch of money together. Boom, back west. Starts on gold just pumping out. All of a sudden, boom, no gold. Stops on the gold. He's like, man, what am I going to do? Well, so his expectation was ton of gold. Reality for him, out of gold. So, <laughs> so he's like. Not as much not as, as it was. Mu- he, sells, he sells his, his equipment to some like poor guy up there for like pennies on the dollar, a couple hundred bucks. Guy goes to an expert. They come out there. They get the maps out. They look. The guy, the previous guy was three feet away. He had just got off course, was three feet away from all the gold. So someone else's reality, he just took in the equipment that was like, you know, used equipment, didn't know, might be good, might not. So his his expectations probably weren't through the roof. And man, he went through the roof. And then the guy who originally went out there, high expectations because you had... And then nothing. So I, I thought it was kind of interesting and tied mm-hmm. in here a little bit. The reality for those people based on their expectations different yes. i mean same same set of facts in a sense but different realities in which came about well and the second guy also looked for expertise that were outside mm-hmm. of his area that yeah. help him uh you know achieve never that hurts goal. to ask for help john yeah never yeah. hurts um and also look to other people who have more um experience in those areas so i think that's a wise thing to do that a lot of times that we get too prideful and don't want to ask for help and look for other situations to where we can um, get around whatever obstacle we find. And, and going back to the first guy, he put a ceiling mm-hmm. on his expectations That's and reality. Right. So he looked at it as, well, this is the end of the road. It's over. And didn't, like the second guy, take a step back, find somebody who had expertise to help him. And then next thing you know, it just totally changed his outcome. Don't feel too bad for the first guy. Good. <laughs> yeah, okay. He made his mind. <laughs> he, he's like somebody... Some initials, Barney's his last name. I think super successful in insurance. So he took this lesson. What was his name? Barney's the last name. I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong. I'm really, really bad with names. Takes this experience of like, man, there was nothing there. Didn't keep going. Didn't look for help. Goes and starts selling, I believe it was life insurance and would never really take no for an answer. So he made his reality like, I'm going to make sure I get where I get based off that experience. And then came, I think, one of the richest people. So we don't want to feel too bad for him, but still pretty good story for the first guy <laughs> well you know it sounds awesome. like you learn from um you know mm-hmm. that failure and that mistake by not looking out you know for somebody with more experience in that area and and just grew in his experience to do better things moving forward which is what we all should try, absolutely. To, try to absolutely do. absolutely man this has been an awesome talk guys and it's a, about that time to see who Hit the brakes or press the gas. I think Hot Dog's got one for us today. Hot Dog. Hot Dog. Taking it. And this is a literal. Take it, bro. Hit the gas. 
started driving again. Oh, oh man. Literally. I know. We got pulled up at the parking lot today. I almost got wrecked. I, I couldn't believe that truck was there. I was like, oh, goodness. I can't believe that little lady's driving that truck. Was he in the handicap spot, Steve? He was. He was. No, he was not. He so was parked people. sideways in the handicap <laughs> spot. There were some old ladies shaking their fists at him. Come on, son, and get out of the way. They were like. So many people have asked me. Why didn't you want to get like a handicap sticker? Like, and I'm thinking, no, man, I still, I still want to park and walk. That's still in my my uh, my mo. Oh, that's good. Uh, but it has been a nice thing. To one of the things that I, again, uh, expectation didn't really realize it'd be so. Uh, maybe um, take away a little bit of a freedom to be able to drive to get that back. So it has been good to start driving again. Um, you know, have the freedom to do what I want when I want. So yep, hit the gas literally and figuratively this week. Woo! Congratulations. That's awesome, man. All right, guys. We appreciate everybody uh, tuning in with us. If you you know, have any thoughts on expectations in life versus reality, we would love to hear from you. And if you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast or pass it along to you know one of your friends, relative, family, something like that, we would appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch you all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel Best life, won't you sing with me?